0: everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Shellheads. But we do we have a lot to go over, Jeff. And and and, and the, the other voice that you're hearing is our other host, uh, the, the wonderful uh, Jeff Hubb. Hello, Jeff Hubb. How, what are we, I don't know what you're going by now. We
1: have, nowadays. we have officially I am I am Jeff Hubbard. OK, Jeff Hubbard. Uh, well,
0: uh, welcome to Shellheads. It is your favorite Ninja Turtles podcast. Uh, but before we get started, let's. I, I think we've kind of uh, left. We haven't talked about Neca in the ways that we really want to talk about Neca mm-hmm. over the past few episodes, uh, and and I and I feel like we need to to at least address the, the the massive shortages that are just plaguing the 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 Ninja Turtle line that they have. So so I'm gonna throw it over to you and let let you kind of put out there
1: what's the problem what's going on yeah sure so they've got a lot of target and some walmart exclusives and stuff like that you know the um uh original 80s casey jones and foot soldier two-pack. that's a target Um, yeah and yeah and the metalhead metalheads at target which if you people haven't been paying attention (laughs) is my all-time favorite ninja turtles <laughs> villain did i did i get one no no
2: well not it, yet
1: not yet not yet it's gonna happen i I I'm have faith to that. that it's gonna happen oh yeah i'm getting to that
2: i'm gonna um, order
0: one
1: on had, wish we had some updates um before the cast actually um and then the 90s movie four was it four pack no. No, it's
0: there's uh, there's a there's a couple of two packs, but the the main two pack that no one can get is the the Casey and Raph
1: in disguise. All of that within literally within seconds or minutes, they automatically sell out mainly because of bots going yep. in and snagging all this stuff up. So after complaint after complaint after complaint that fans are just sick and tired of this, NECA actually today did reach out. Hey, we've we've heard you. We are striving to figure this out they're also uh looking into doing initiating captcha which would cut down on bots significantly yeah and give everybody yeah. a chance um so they're 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 working on it they're like don't pay scalpers we're gonna you know which yeah. leaves me to believe there's gonna be an, enough figures being made to catch up with the demand um, yeah yeah and 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 that's kind of my my
0: concern here is what's causing it is it, like because with wave one and wave two, I saw these in stores. I bought them in stores. You know, yeah. I, I didn't have to, 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 to try to snipe some people online to, to, to buy them before everyone else on, on, on a website. I was able to walk into a Target and just buy, just buy the figures, mm-hmm. you know. And then I walked into Target on subsequent visits and was able to buy, you know, just and see the figures just sitting there waiting to be purchased. So, so it's not like they're incapable of filling the pipeline with product. Like is, 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 is this something that's being caused by COVID? Because, you know, all these are manufactured overseas.
1: Right. I'm I'm pretty sure that's part of it. And then the other part of it is, you know, the automatic bot thing that just goes in and just immediately buys as many as it can before it shuts down. Well, yeah. Yeah, there, there's that. But the bot's not going to buy
0: the ones in store.
1: No no they're you know
0: not. yeah so 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 it's so yeah you're right it's probably a two pronged like problem here um, i think i think probably the uh, the worst look like like the, the 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 worst look that we're looking at here is uh, neca announcing all of their uh, uh san diego comic con like toy news this week, and releasing all of these these pictures with, you know... Let's see, what all they announced? They announced the uh, Krang Android. They announced... Who
1: else? I can't remember. From the 80s cartoon. Uh, we've got Rat King. We've got... Mm-hmm. Was it Muckman and Joe Eyeball?
2: That's
0: right.
1: Muckman and Joe
0: Eyeball. Um, which, who knew that was gonna... That's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, there's, the, of course, Toka and Raz are coming. There's... uh. They released pictures of um, Baxter
1: Stockman. Well, they well they've got a prototype. Yeah, but a yeah, prototype for that
0: that just that just tells tells us that it's on its way, you know. Right. Uh, um, they, they're Super sure. Shredder. Ha <laughs> ha! Super Shredder, and I, I I will say, a really good looking Super Shredder.
1: Yeah, he looks better than the regular Shredder.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Ver, Vernon Finwick.
1: And that's what it's going to be, Sergio. Everybody's going to be trying to find all the other ones. I was like, oh, it's all Vernon. Like <laughs> those will still be sitting on the shelf because nobody wants Vernon. <laughs>
0: I I want the Vernon. It, like it's the first time. Vernon. That's not the first time. He had a he had a. There, there was a a Vernon uh, action figure with the original line, but I want the Vernon figure.
2: Ugh.
0: Mondo I've Gecko.
1: Oh yeah, mondo gecko. Uh,
0: th- like they just announced a whole bunch of stuff, and I'm still trying to buy the last stuff you announced. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I literally am just I've I've been to the my local Walmart f- probably 20 times. Half of those were just to walk to the the collectible section and then leave. Yeah. Because I I want I want I want to give you my money, Neca. Why are you making it so hard? So, 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 um, it, no. it it bothers me that they didn't put a hold on all these announcements because they're so deep in, like, in the hole with the the, the figures that they've already quote unquote released.
1: Yeah, the backlog is pretty excessive at this point.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just jump over to our next topic uh, which the, the, the this episode we're talking about the original uh cartoon. Uh, let's discuss the word android because this by, by my understanding of the word android, Krang android that is not an android. It's not and I'm not sure why it's called that. It's cuz cuz it's a mech. Yeah. Like like if we're being trying to be accurate here, it's it's absolutely a mech. I don't say maybe like a well, like a mini mech. It's it's still like it's it's a smaller thingy inside
1: of a bigger android thingy. Android body thing. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, I mean it's basically a mech that can grow or shrink. Yeah. So so like like an like an android is a humanoid
0: robot. Yeah. It's not a cyborg. Because a cyborg is part human, part robot. Mm-hmm it's not a robot because it has to have a pilot so him being an android is sorry 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 like every time i every time i hear someone say his krang's android robot like the back the hair on the back of my neck tingles yeah cuz i'm like that's There's not what th- it is sorry i just had to get that off my chest no that's fine i mean it's it's inaccurate but you know yeah yeah, like, sure? Krang's, Krang's, well, then Then for, for Shellhead's purpose. Mechanical but, body. It's for Krang's body. mechanical body. Well, how is that different from his little walker? Do we call him the little walker? His bubble walker. Bubble walker and Krang's mechanical Man- body. Mandroid. Mandroid. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, Jeff, let's talk about the original cartoon. All right. Uh, we, we left off, uh, last episode, last episode, last time we talked about this, we covered season three, number 17 through season three, number 33.
1: That sounds about right.
0: Uh, and we are covering a lot of episodes when we do these because we just want to get through, we want to get through these Fred Wolf episodes. Most of them are not good enough to really talk that much about. Mm Mm-hmm. But the ones that are good are really good, and this run had a lot of really good ones. Oh yeah. Uh, probably the the outside of the first season, I feel like this run is up there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Before we get started on the actual uh, breakdown of the episodes, what would you think of these these fourteen or so episodes that we that
1: we watched? I really, I, you know, I. I really enjoyed these because, like most of these, um, I watched while getting ready for school in the morning, having breakfast, because um, it was on uh, it was on Fox forty. It was. It was. And I'll uh, I'll get to the ones that I remember the most. Yeah. Because um, there's a a couple of them that I remember, um, just very vividly. Um, yeah.
0: Well, it, like, it should be noted that d- at this point during the Turtles run, and we've said this before, they were airing every weekday. Brand every new.
1: Every freaking weekday.
0: Yeah, yeah, like like it was a talk show or something,
1: like, which is unheard of. And, I mean, talk about burning the candle at both ends. Uh, if, yeah, if, if you look at the, the, the
0: like, air date on, on these, we're, we're talking all – 14 of the episodes we're going to talk about today aired between November 9th of uh, November 9th 1989 and November 28th 1989. That's insane. Well there's one. One of them aired in December, but like it was just held off and aired later, but yeah, yeah, like pretty much a month's worth of TV. Less th- less than a month's worth of TV.
1: They wouldn't do that now.
0: No, no. I can I cannot think of a cartoon since this era of cartoons that even attempted that, that 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 kind of release schedule. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Well the the whole the whole episode numbering and stuff was just way out of whack for a lot of shows back then. But then again, a lot of those shows aired just once every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got one episode a week just depending upon whatever, you know, series it was yep and,
0: and don't get me started on season four like we, we have a huge decision to make before the next time we cover this season four is when it goes into syndication was no i'm it, sorry was, no, no, no 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 i'm sorry season four is when it dr- drops from
1: syndication and goes to cbs now if i'm not mistaken that's what they deem the uh european vacation season Mm, some of them are some of
0: them aren't yeah like if you look at the original air dates it was airing in syndication on like fox 40 and all of those other channels and then on saturdays two new episodes would air on cbs like it was bonkers in season yeah. four but we'll and, get to that yeah uh the first episode we're talking about today is usagi come home mm-hmm. that's the first one you watched, correct? Correct. Okay. And this is the the follow up to the previous uh, Usagi Ojembo episode that aired. Looks like two episodes prior. Yeah, which is kind of weird
2: why they
1: didn't make them run together. Yeah, that's odd. Like
0: that that is really odd. Uh, but in 1989 times that was two days later.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was like. Yeah.
0: Usagi Ojimbo on Tuesday, and Usagi Come Home on Thursday. Yeah. You know, I've I've talked some Yang about Usagi in the past, and, I, and I'm and i not a huge fan of the character or how he's been used in Ninja Turtles crossovers. This yeah. episode was good. Yeah. Uh, it, this episode was better than the first one. It, it, it was a very uh, well-put-together adventure. So, okay, so... It, o- Obento San, that's that is the na- that his name? Um, yeah. Is kidnapped by the Shredder, and the Shredder uses Usagi uh, to attack the turtles.
1: Uh, well, no, like it, you know, if he doesn't kill the t- or defeat the turtles, uh, Shredder will not return Obento San to him safely. So that's um, basically you know the whole gist of the episode. Uh, he lost Yeah. It. He lost to Shredder in combat, of course, in dirty combat because he cheated. That's that's why I thought it was like a samurai thing. Like, yeah. there's no yeah. way he would win against Usagi.
0: You're in a fair well. Fight. You're probably right. Um. Uh. Then there's th- th- then the, then the turtles basically uh, pull a uh, a Trojan horse situation and classic. pretend. Yeah, pretend to be, you know, defeated by Usagi, come in, and then boom, they jump out, and they attack, and blah, 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 blah. Can, can we get to the part of this episode that bothers me?
1: Oh. Okay.
0: <laughs> it's the name. Why is it called Usagi Come Home? Or Goes Home, or whatever it's called. Come Home, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. He's still, like, stranded in New York. Yeah, I don't get
1: the name. I don't get the title uh either.
0: Yeah, like I, I seriously thought this would end up with him going back to his universe and it clearly and it, and it didn't. Yeah. Uh but as all of these episodes end, it ended with a happy end and Obento was back uh was back at the what was he? The the uh the zoo thing, the
1: sanctuary.
0: Yeah, the the animal sanctuary or uh, the Yeah. museum or whatever it's Far East Animal Society. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, So I I enjoyed this episode because it used Usagi Ojimbo well. Like it, it, his weakness is having a code of honor.
2: Uh
0: It used that, and then it put you know it pitted him against the turtles, and then they had to turn everything around to go get a bento. Like it, this episode had a full on arc. Which most most of them don't
2: well
1: I you know I, I'd say let's give total credit to uh, David wise because uh, this was one of his episodes he you know I don't know if we ta- I don't think we've talked about this or not but we lost him a couple of months back yes um, yes and uh, you know his his episodes are, are, are pretty pretty great Um
0: I, I don't know. Do, do, do we know at this point if Usagi Ojimbo comes back? Like in another episode? Uh, I imagine he does. He has to, right? His name does not appear in any of these other episodes, so who knows? That might be the last we see of U- Usagi Ojimbo. Yeah. It's quite possible. Awesome. Huh. Well, and th- the last thing I want to say about the U- Usagi episode is uh, we, this was, what, 1989? Uh, we get interdimensional cable yeah like 30 years before rick and morty did it yeah because because literally was it the turtles or was it krang and shredder that were watching turtles. like what was happening in different dimensions Turtles. like it was television yeah it was like, turtles it, it was the turtle yeah yeah like that was my first thought was that's just interdimensional cable oh man yep So so way ahead of your time, way ahead of your time, Dave Wise. Mm -hmm. Well, that said, let's go to an episode that you are very much looking forward to. You you were really stoked about talking about this episode. Yes, Uh, it is the making of Metalhead. I learned something while watching this episode. Mm -hmm. I forgot that Krang made Metalhead. Yeah, Uh, like for some reason in my mind, I just assumed it was Donatello because, you know, subsequent versions of him was Donatello. Right. Uh, in this one Krang straight up builds him uh, and he's he you know he gets programmed with the Turtles ninja skills.
1: Yeah. Thanks to the brain Elizer <laughs>
0: Wait, what? One of the many fantastic sci-fi items we get we come across this season.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's crazy um uh
0: but by, by the end of the episode like the turtles had uh, s- somehow reprogrammed metalhead and now then he ended up fighting everybody
1: yeah like what was it he um donatello reprograms him, reprograms him with like he uses donatello uses his turtle comm to kind of short out metalhead Somehow. Ah, that's right. That's right. And then he basically falls into a bunch of pieces. Johnny takes him back and reprograms him, which is which is really great. This episode was supposed to be a bigger deal because like, oh, we're promoting the toy. Oh yeah,
0: Metalhead was cool. He he was quite a toy, like yeah. a robot turtle, you know, in the era where robots were awesome. Hmm. Um, uh, I I thought it was really weird that Metalhead became schizophrenic.
1: Yeah, because well, Donatello, 80, you know, the cartoon Donatello is not known for being, you know, the uh, most super tech savvy. Yeah. Um, and so some of his stuff does tend to mess up. Cause I'm like, you know, what kind of parts are is Donatello working with versus Krang's parts from Dimension X? That's that's true. <laughs> it's very true. You know, <laughs> just
0: just just duct tape and bubble gum,
1: basically. Yeah, you know, or, or uh, you know, piece of an old, uh, you know, VCR, or the yep. television set. Yep. Uh, by, by, by the end
0: of the episode, Metalhead was reprogrammed to be a nurse?
1: Yeah, because the turtles are sick. Like, they have right. turtle pox. and I'm like, Yeah, they had turtle pox what? the entire episode. And I was like, oh, that's kind of, you know, because I, you know, as much as I enjoy this episode, because I actually remember calling fox 40 and asking them hey can you play that metalhead episode and i was like i didn't know how programming worked as a kid <laughs> they're like yeah we'll call up tv guide and tell them we're changing
0: it yeah basically <laughs> for you little boy <laughs> yeah
1: because it was the one episode i loved i loved um a great deal because um, i had the toy right there with him
0: yeah well, yeah, that that was a fun episode. I, I really, really liked the Metalhead episode.
1: Oh, yeah. And that, to my knowledge, that's the only time we see Metalhead. On that's crazy.
0: As, as many times as we see other characters, like even when there's no need for them to return, Metalhead not coming back makes no sense to me. Okay, so let's, let's keep this train rolling because we got a lot to cover. Uh, Leatherhead meets the Rat King. Was not a fan of the Leatherhead meets the Rat King episode.
2: It
1: was kind of dull.
0: It was dull. I I felt like both characters showed up and did not even need to be there. Like, I, I just, I don't know what it was. I just didn't, maybe, yeah, I just didn't like it. There was no need for Leatherhead to come to New York City. He doesn't live there.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a
0: swamp. He's a swamp guy. Yeah. Uh I, I think probably my biggest my biggest like aha moment in this episode is when I realize that there's no shredder. Oh yeah. There's 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 not very many episodes where there's no shredder. This is one of them. Yeah. And I, I guess I have to give it credit for that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. <laughs> The turtles are garbage fighting. <laughs> well, like one of my other notes on this is almost half of the episode passes without the turtles even realizing the bad guys are there. Like the, the first half, they're training against yeah. each other in, in the garbage dump, in the garbage dump, which is cool. Like that's a cool like behind the scenes. Oh, look what the turtles do in their spare time types type story. But yeah almost half the episode before they're
1: like, oh, hey, what's the Rat King up to? Yeah. Which is very odd. Yeah, and this is another Dave Wise episode. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, I I, I did enjoy the dynamic of the Turtles going against one another. Um, Let me say I
0: didn't, because it's just training. Like It it doesn't doesn't do anything for me at all.
1: I mean, you know, I mean, there's there's not a whole lot to the episode. Um, like, I did enjoy the pairings though of uh, you know Raph and Mike versus Leo and Don. Um, yeah. And then Michelangelo's just like I don't I don't want to do any of this. Basically, you know why do we have to do this? <laughs> and the best part though of the episode is like Donatello invents invents some kind of a garbage cannon thing, catapult thing, and he. Yep, no, and that a, that a ended garbage, up being that was a garbage toy. cannon. Yes. And um the garbage cannon, you know, launches garbage towards you know the other team and it gets all over Michelangelo's pizza and he's like all right, that's it. And he just goes berserk. And of course they win because you don't mess with Michelangelo's pizza. <laughs>
2: that's
1: true. <laughs> Next up we have the Turtle Terminator. Which again, I thought was going to be another like return of metalhead, but n- no. Yeah, yeah, like this, this is kind of
0: a bait and switch, because this was a this was a a robot that was again built by Krang, right? Yeah, yeah, that it, it was supposed to kill the turtles, and it made itself look like Irma. Yeah, because why not? Just. Well. Irma is an underused character, so I'm fine with it. I, th- I think the, the the goofiest part of the, the this episode specifically is that the Terminator reacts to every time someone says the word turtle.
1: Yeah, it's
0: just real goofy. You know, you you have interdimensional you know technology at your fingertips, and and that's how you like that's your trigger.
1: Well, he did say destroy destroy the turtles. <laughs> right but so that's the is trigger is someone saying the word turtles basically it didn't say destroy the ninja turtles or as they say in the show this show teenage mutant ninja turtles because we need to know every single time yes yes so when you're searching
0: for those uh action figures you know exactly what they're called yeah Let's see. Someone someone refers to Irma uh, as a
1: floozy. Yeah. In this episode, some kind of like loose language going on here. (laughs) Like, I I I I went (gasps) when they said it. (laughs) Well, hey, in the first in the in the pilot uh, first season, uh, Rocksteady uh, calls April a bimbo.
0: Let's see, that's not as bad as, as, as Floozy. Uh, that's still kind of bad. Bimbo suggests you're dumb. Floozy s- suggests other stuff. Still. Yeah. Still. I can't uh, believe they, they got away with that. Oh, I can It was
2: 1989.
0: <clears throat> they end up beating the, the Turtle Terminator by uh, basically over overworking his circuits by everyone saying turtles at the same time. In the funhouse, and it, yeah, in the funhouse with the hall of mirrors, so he's seeing a lot of different turtles. Yeah, it like it, it overloads and burns him out. Which it, it's that's a the, the way that tied into the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. was really nice mm-hmm. because the beginning of the episode had uh, the the turtles fighting uh, or trying to to uh, capture Splinter in like a training exercise, and yeah he was able to fool them with a mirror trick so it was cool how it tied back into the beginning
1: you didn't really see a lot of that with these episodes as they were (laughs) shelling them out every week Uh, oh every day every day every
0: day Uh, so we we gotta make quick episodes here yeah yeah and i i i don't know if like if you have anything else to say about this episode, but I really want to talk about the great Baldini.
1: Oh, I do, I do. So when they're trying to get Um Robot Irma, or you know, Terminator Irma. Erminator? The Erminator. The Erminator. Yes. The Erminator. Um, when they're trying to get her to follow them, she has like she's not letting them uh, they they jump in April's van to get away and she's not letting them get away because she has some kind of like internal mag- magnetic field that surrounds her
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, <laughs> it's like April back up and it splats her <laughs> right on the back of the truck and that every time because I hadn't seen this for a while it just got me because you just see like this leg and this arm sticking out
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: to the left of the truck I was like I rewound that several times I love that that just that made me laugh so hard <laughs> this is so good
0: let's talk about the great Boldini Jeff please can we
1: yes we can Sergio because this is one that I remember very very vividly um
0: well because it was on one of the, the 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 Burger King Kids Club promotional videos not because of that I'd never had any of those what no I never You're, got any of those only, you were the only you the only kid that
1: I I, I the, everyone had those everyone I had the um the Ninja Turtle Burger King uh, like the bathroom kits so I still have like was it the Raphael where you put your um, the suction cup on the back, and you put it up to your mirror, and you put your toothbrush your toothbrush holder? Oh. That's not okay. nearly as cool as having VHSs. Well, it's not. <laughs> but they had a practical use. Yeah. Um, But no, I remember watching it on television when it aired. I remember watching this over
0: and over and over. Yeah. On VHS, because... That's one of the only episodes It was the only episode on that, like, on that VHS. So I just watched it over and over and over. Yeah. And I love this really, really stupid episode. <laughs> I do too. It's so dumb. Uh, it 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 has the return of of uh.
1: Well, what's his name? Don't get get ahead too quick. Let's not let's not give that away just yet. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: Let's say you drive.
1: Then you drive. You drive. So, the comedy beats on this episode are just great because I was Mm -hmm. laughing out loud. We start out with Michelangelo and Zach the Fifth Turtle and his friend Caitlin, a new character. Um, He's trying to perform magic. And not doing a very good job <laughs> at all. And of course, Raphael heckling him just—it's just just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it all basically leads up to um, the great Baldini performing a magic show where at a museum where with a very expensive emerald just happens to be on display, and yep. and uh, it's the Tortellini Emerald. That's the most delicious-sounding name for an emerald I've ever heard. The frickin' Tortellini Emerald. Let's eat that. I'll take two. Because <laughs> our, our our boy uh, Don Tertelli shows back up. Yep. The emerald belonged to his family, so mm-hmm. of course he wants it back. Yep. This was uh, Tertelli's
0: third appearance. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was also in the, the fantastic... Uh,
1: Episode Case of the Hot Kimono. Yep, but he was, uh, he looked a little different then. Uh, In the first one, yes. He was not on that, um... I was going to say Slimmy Craig
0: diet. (laughs) I was going to say in that first episode he he had too many uh, tortellinis. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Can we just talk about the ridiculousness of this episode? Because that's really what I wanted to talk about.
1: It's, I'm sorry. It it is very ridiculous. Although we do do get a great new character in Caitlyn. Great. I would say refreshing. It, yes, refreshing.
0: I like. Uh, she's vanilla at best. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't really do anything. Um. But th- like the, the the fact that the the climate control in the museum is just that it controls the climate and they're able to make it snow inside of a it's uh, inside of a museum i don't know about you sergio but i want that ac unit oh i do too living here in mississippi i need that ac unit
1: yeah oh but what we don't have just two bad guys we have three because why not no that's right that's right freaking rat king the, shows up the we rat
0: king no shows reason. up that is like becoming his his thing is just showing up with no purpose Mm -hmm. it's like oh by the way
1: rat king's here you guys are building a tunnel in my sewers what how did you know that
0: (laughs) my notes on this at the very end uh so stupid so amazing like th- that—that's how I summed it up in my notes here. Yeah. yeah. The Rat King. Or the Rat King takes a moment to uh, actually judge the art in the in the museum. Mm-hmm. In like mid episode, mid action, just it's complete bonkers, man. I like. I I really want to. Who who wrote this episode
1: again? Francis Moss.
0: Yes. I like. I want to kind of cross reference that name. With the rest of the series and see if that's just what Francis does, is yeah. write bonkers episodes
1: because it, it's it's a thing. The comedy beats again in this were just spot on. Yeah, like it was pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You got you got any nuggets for the great Baldini? Uh, weird leprechaun references. <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs>
0: because because the cop was Irish for some reason. Yeah. Well, like what? Why? Why not?
1: <laughs> Let's make the episode more ridiculous. Right. Because because the episode wasn't weird enough. Yeah. Yeah. And like like when when the Emerald went missing, like they had to search everybody. Oh, that's a big thing. Um,
2: where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it?
1: Donatello is like, is this going to be a strip search? And Raphael's like, I hope not. This is a family show. <laughs> I was like, you're already naked. Yeah,
0: and they're all already naked. Like it's
1: so dumb. They're their trench coats, of course. But I'm like, this is great. Again, it had been a really long time since i have seen this episode.
2: And I'm yeah.
1: Just, I was just, I was, I, I was in stitches.
0: Yep. Yep. The Grey Baldini is probably top ten episode for me, Pro- possibly top five. Yeah, not yeah, just I because I watched it a lot as a kid, but just if you, when you start stacking up all of the just crazy
1: stuff in it, it, it's it's hard to top it. But it's like it's not, it wasn't shoehorned in, like it didn't feel like it all it paced pretty well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, even though they shoehorned a lot in, but still, it's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, Don Tertelli. Oh, oh yeah, don't think they were gonna you know let this episode end without Don Tertelli tickling some people's feet again. That's right. It's the the pinnacle
0: of of human torture. Yeah. Uh, let's jump to the missing map. Missing map. Uh, this one we 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 get even more uh Zach. Like the like the f- the fifth turtle gets some gets some play here towards the end, towards
1: the end of the season. he didn't get his own action figure, did he? I don't think so. I don't recall him having an action
0: figure. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Um. So Zach shows up with his brother Walt. Uh, they visit the turtles. Uh, and the turtles show them, you know, this this weird satchel thing with all of basically all of the important stuff that you don't want to give to Shredder. In a turtle scrapbook. Yeah. And Walt basically steals it.
1: <laughs> like, he, he doesn't yeah. call it stealing. Yeah. But he steals it. It's a map to the lair because uh, they yeah. got lost a lot. And it's evidence that Shredder kicked uh, Yoshi out of the Foot Clan or framed yes. him to be kicked out. Right. Which I don't understand why that is actually part of it because yeah,
0: yeah. if the shredder gave like like if if the shredder really cared about how the foot clan felt about him he would actually be actively in it but he's not right like, in
2: Japan.
0: Co- yeah right he's not part of the foot clan he's just a dude who hangs out with aliens and mutants yeah yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it seemed weird that that was also part of what was in the satchel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It did because it didn't have to be. Right. Just kind of a little, little extra exposition. Yeah. But whatever, you know, if, if, if that's what you need to make it seem more serious.
1: That's another David Wise episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Zach gets kidnapped. And taken to the Technodrome, and and then creates a Home Alone situation in the Technodrome. So good. So much fun. That makes me want to Google Home Alone. When did Home Alone come out? 1990. This predates Home Alone. Hey. What? I seriously thought this
1: episode was written because Home Alone was such a big deal. Maybe uh, John Hughes was a Turtles fan. It was like, hey, they got something there. May- who knows? Oh my god, the Sticky Bandits are bebop in Rock City. Yes, they are. Brand new way of watching that movie now. I'm, t- I'm
0: telling you, I seriously thought like Home Alone was 1990, so it, it didn't come out till a year later. Man, not only, not only did Rick and Morty steal from the Turtles.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, you really realize that <laughs> a ninja master is really no match for a child. That's at right. This point. At least on '80s television. That's yes, yes. Why is that surprising? Yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> of course, they weren't a match for Irma and uh, her klutzy, uh, you know, stepping on everybody's feet. Yeah. In previous episode, in *Turtle Terminator*, so. Um but overall this was a this was a pretty fun episode. Yeah, this one was wild. Um what one of the
0: better ones of this run. Yeah. Uh I I I I think it's crazy that they let Walt back into the uh into the lair after he stole their
1: little sack thing. He made up for it, but still that was like he should have learned a very harsh lesson. oh, he did,
2: he did, yeah, and, and he it did like
0: there were a couple points in the episode that, that were really like char- like straight up character development for this new new kid, Walt, where he was like, "We're in this situation because of me." yeah, I cannot have this go on any longer. like he 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 went out of his way to point out, I'm in the wrong here."
1: Which you don't really normally get when you've got, like, a bratty or jerky older brother type or sister character in a lot of these things. Agreed. Um, because they're normally and, – and how did this how did this happen? Because he was jealous of Zack. Yep. That's always
0: how that happens. Yep. And didn't they end up making him, like, the sixth turtle?
1: Yeah, but I don't think he shows back up. For a while, maybe. I, I don't think he shows up again at all. He might. He might. I don't want to say no yet. Um, okay. No,
0: actually. Okay. Sorry. The 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 magic of the internet has told me this is actually Walt's second appearance. Yes. Yeah. He was in the he was in the fifth turtle, which was like the Zach episode. Uh, and he he might show up later. He might. We'll see. Um, that's about it. Okay. Let's talk about The Gang's All Here. Gang's All Here. I'm not quite... Why why is this called The Gang's All Here?
1: Um, April Tries to Join Gang? Maybe.
0: Maybe. That's that's a really terrible pun, if that's the case. It is terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have another reason <laughs> for it to be called that. I I don't know. Well, it, the the like the short the short and the long and short of it is in this episode, Bebop and Rocksteady trick the turtles into taking cookies, uh, because they dress up like old ladies, and the cookies have retro mutagen in it. Uh, and Michelangelo, what's
1: it? Bebop. Bebop is dressed up like a disgusting old hag. Uh, but Rocksteady's the munger. That's right, that's right. It doesn't matter.
0: Whenever they're both dressed up, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, their their costumes weren't even that good. Michelangelo decides that he wants to eat the, the, the it wasn't retro, retro mutagen per se, but it was like, it it was just a cookie that would make him human. Yeah. Uh, All of and, them. It would have made all of them, but Michelangelo volunteer, like, volunteered to eat the cookie because he wanted to become human.
1: Yeah.
0: And, it, of course, it didn't go as well as he expected it to. And I need, I need your understanding of what it is to be a mutant. In, in, in this episode, they hint that not only are you a mutant, but you have like mutant strength or ninja powers
1: ninja powers ninja skills and powers And i'm like well ninjas can be human right i yeah, guess yeah it's it's flimsy at best yeah like maybe some like mutant strength is in there a little bit i mean look at donatello lugging around that portable portal in a chunk of episodes. That thing's heavy.
0: Yeah, but you can get muscles by working out, and it's not like they have a job or school to go to. True. Well, ninja school. (laughs) Ninja school. Why do you have to go to ninja school if you're a mutant with mutant powers, Jeff?
1: Hey, I didn't write the books. I didn't write the episodes. I'm just saying. Base, it's just it's just a it's
0: just a plot device to get michelangelo to turn human that's all it is
2: because
1: i mean in the first chunk of episodes they tear apart the turtle van or they tear apart the van with their bare hands right
0: but they've but they've never specifically said you're stronger because you're mutant they did not i guess it was implied i don't i don't know that that's why i said what is your interpretation of the word mutant they're only mutants because they're turtles and they're they're humanoid turtles because they're mutants. It's not because like they don't have mutant strength. This episode is complete garbage. It's not garbage. It was fun and fine, whatever. <laughs> what are what's what do what do you have to say about the gangs all here? It's a pretty
1: just like It's a weird episode. But You got to give it up for Michelangelo to want to try something different because, I mean, you look at it from the point of view of not being accepted because he's a mutant. It was like, hey, it might kind of be nice to be a human for once, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, and so that curiosity. So he's the most curious of of all of all the turtles. True. Um, And, um, you know, uh, (laughs) make any sense for his clothes to disappear (laughs) <laughs> we turned back into the turtle. Wait, what? What was in those cookies? Um, that that kind of bugged me. But again, it's cartoon logic and don't apply anything to it. Uh, yeah. So you, you can't apply logic to cartoons. It's impossible. But you know what, folks? It's the fun kind of dumb. It's the
0: fun kinda of dumb. This episode, I guess, was the fun kinda of dumb. Yeah. It, it, it was just way. literally an excuse. Someone in a in a writer's room somewhere said, What if we turn one of the turtles into a human? And then they said, That's a great job. That's a great idea, James. Go write that. Yeah. Whatever his name is. Who who wrote this? James. Oh, I was right. Oh snap. Yeah. That's a great idea, James. Go write it. And he was like, Oh no. How do I do this? And this is this is what comes out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have much more to say about it. Uh, do you? Not really.
1: All right. Michelangelo learns a valuable lesson.
0: <laughs> don't give up your mutant ninja powers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we got to see April in disguise, kind of, for once, instead of just the same old thing. Yeah. Yeah. She she looked like a like punk April. All she did was put on a coat. And a yeah. bandana,
0: and that was it. She looked like an e- extra from the Legend of Billie Jean. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, let's talk about the Gribix. The Grubiks, Grubik, Gribix Gribix? So, so like a this this thing comes through a portal. That opens over midtown New York,
1: right? This looks like ultimate death, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's just red red sky, just like full on like what is coming out of this thing? If the Technodrome is some kind of weird giant like mutant Space Cthulhu, or something, you know. <laughs> Space Cthulhu. <laughs> and then, hey. like, after he disappeared, New York was like, oh, that was weird.
0: Let's get back yeah. to normal. Yeah.
1: Like, two guys noticed? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: So it turns out it's just the pet of one of the neutrinos.
1: Yeah. And Specific- specifically, specifically, Cala. Yeah, specifically, Cala. Kind of a mix between uh, gremlins and Alf and yep, yep. Uh, Tribble. Yes, all all of that. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: mostly uh, a take on like the gremlins, yeah. because you know you can't get them
1: wet or you, you you know you can't feed them or whatever. But in this case, it's reverse. If you feed them, it turns into a giant freaking mutant bear thing
0: yeah and the only way to to counteract that is to get him wet this is just so weird so i guess if, if we're talking like pet owner here you can only feed it while you're bathing it
1: well you can't well no you can't feed it human food um but you can or, feed it or, dimension earth, x food earth food you can't feed it earth food but yes you can feed it dimension x food okay all right, all right.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was really cool to see the neutrinos back. They're always,
1: uh, they're always lovely. Yes. Oh, and probably one of the most gorgeous, um, still shots of the technodrome in this entire run. Which wh- what was
0: the the situation?
1: Uh, well, I mean, they're just at the Earth's core, and it was oh, just okay. like the most crisp, clean. Image, I was like, why don't they use this instead of that? Later <laughs> on, I think in the next episode we get this just horrible. I'm like, who drew this?
0: I don't know. They do some really cool stuff with the with the the technodrome and towards the end of this season. Yeah, that had some really good shots, but 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 yeah, yeah. Like the technodrome is is one of those those items in this show that I, I feel like the animators either. Really take their time with, or they just scribble some stuff. There's not really a middle ground.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, I would say it's probably the best it's looked since the pilot.
0: It's, it's, it's very possible. It's very possible. Uh, yeah. what notes do you have on Grib- the Gribbics? That's about it.
1: Like we we pretty much covered all of that.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. It's it, it's it's very much a Gremlins like homage and that's yeah. it, it and like at the end that he's kind of a this weird gremlins kaiju thing so like it was fun it was it was fun I, I again this 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 run had a lot of really good episodes and i feel like this kind of fits right where it is
1: yeah and this was a michael reeves episode michael reeves he's um pretty well known of uh, a lot of the 80s uh, uh opportunity he's done a pretty big chunk of um turtles episodes oh really
0: i didn't know that all right all right well let's talk about let's let's talk about an episode that is not as good as that one oh god with mr og goes to town
1: i hate this episode oh you too okay
0: cool why do you hate this episode jeff god, it's
1: just dumb <laughs> It's okay. So it's it's basically a congl- a, a mixture of two characters. It's uh, clearly a mixture. Uh, is clearly Pee Wee Herman meets Mister. Yeah. I'm not, I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. Mishes, Mishes or mi- Mister Mixelpix Yeah, from DC Comics.
0: Oh, um, you see, see. Uh, okay, looking at my notes, my uh, I say it's two characters. The make mi- the mixture of Pee Wee Herman and the Great Gazoo.
1: Ooh, well, yeah.
0: Uh, like, we could both expect- be right. It's, it's I, just Well, let's say all three. All three?
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, who knew that was going to be a trash combination, huh? Yeah. And, you know, just like the the ongoing struggle for power because the is dying.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: they need this, like, weird... They need a formula to turn... Oil or into liquid hydrogen? Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. Uh, wh- sure. Why not? And so they're trying to find it, and they the dimension it comes from, dimension Z. And sure, why not? Um. And they happen upon Og in his dimension, and he yep. comes through and causes all kind of mischief. Eats shredders like antique vase collection. Because that's what aliens do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he, they, of course, they manipulate Og. And uh, to go after the turtles, and that just goes crazy, turning buildings into ice cream cones and cupcakes and all kinds of you know, bananas, all kinds of weird, goofy stuff. Um, and of course, eventually the turtles find out that Og loves. <laughs> wait where is it <laughs> vases from the oo you dynasty uh, who you dynasty yeah who you
0: oh, man dude there's so many things in this episode it's not a good episode but there's it they we learned that shredder has his own personal quarters where he keeps all of his dynasty all of his vases yeah
1: well, well, not anymore because Og ate them all i know but what the shredder collects fine what like in the technodrome
0: like that stuff's gonna get shaken around yeah yeah as many times as the as the technodrome falls over
1: like we, we also get like to... collapsed in on itself
0: yeah like we get to see bebop and rocksteady in pirate outfits oh that's great uh we get to see the turtles wearing uh three-piece suits yes like it's such a
1: weird episode man again any excuse to see turtles dressed up
0: Uh, yeah 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 it's always a good time always um it 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 should also be noted that during this part of the season we never really see michelangelo's nunchucks in use no we
1: don't uh they 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 sometimes
0: wind down yeah, so, sometimes they're on his back. Sometime, sometimes he, he's just cleverly cropped out of frame to where you can't tell he doesn't have any weapons. Uh, or he
1: pull them out and not
0: use them. Yeah. So it's a yeah. wind down. It's, oh, it's definitely, yeah. It's, there, there's not like a hard cutoff because you, the, you can still see them sometimes, but he just doesn't use them anymore. Um, it should also be noted that in some frames... Donatello's purple mask mask looks pink. Yeah, and I don't know if that's just lighting or the way the scan was done, you know, 20 years afterwards to make these things digital. Mm. Who knows? But seeing Don- Donatello wear pink ma- a pink mask was kind of weird. Yeah. What else you got for Mr. Og
1: goes to town. That's about it. Oh, Turtles, good. Tri- Look- Turtles trick Og and you know Donnie gets his. Portable portal working and he tricks him uh, into going back to his own dimension with, you know, cheap knockoff vases. Yep. And then he kind of comes back, but not, not not really. I hope this is the last we see of him.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm so glad we're moving to the next episode because this is another Francis Moss gem. Yes. Shredderville is
2: so
1: good. It really is, but I – basically my only complaint is I wish the animation had been much better for this episode. Oh, well, you know, they had one day to
0: to draw this entire episode. No, I'm kidding. No, they, they had more than that, but uh, – it, it, <laughs> I, I get it, but I also get why it's not. Yeah. They, they probably had to redraw – they probably had to draw fresh uh, – Fresh content for every single frame. They couldn't reuse
1: anything for this episode.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, because well, no,
1: except maybe minus minus the beginning.
0: Right, right. There there may have been some some stills that they could use, but th- it's set in an, a basically an alternate reality where Shredder runs the world.
1: Yeah, like a um, it's a wonderful turtle life. Yeah. And it's
0: it it it, ge- it gave me real 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 strong back to the future 2 vibes yeah Most and definitely. yeah yeah and, and it was so fun seeing the turtles figure it out and fix it and and then weave the the characters that we know into this new world that was created within a 22 minute period because like we learn what's going on with Krang, we learn what's going on with Bebop and Rocksteady, we learn what's going on with two scantily clad April and Irma's, like got some some
1: some belly button action going on.
0: Yeah, yeah, like it's it was it was very very much Back to the Future too. It was cool, really cool. This might be the best of this run. This might be the best episode of season three. Ooh, even even better than the Great Baldini? Yes. Ooh. It's, like the Great Baldini's fun good because it's fun and stupid. This episode is good because it's freaking good.
1: I will give you that I did thoroughly enjoy this episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I I had forgotten about this episode and then I started watching it and I was like, "Oh, oh, oh." Yeah. Yeah, uh, we even see what Vernon's up to, like bottom feeder as usual. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's 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 his thing. um yeah. w- w- Like, what what are your your strong takeaways from Shredderville?
1: Like, uh, well, I also got kind of like the, you know that that dystopian future, you know, kind of Mad Max feeling. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, to it and it um. I'm, well, I don't say I don't want to give anything away. I was like, I'm, a, um, I, it, I think it would have been, you know, pretty neat if it had been an alternate reality, mm-hmm. like they could have easily strung this, like into maybe a two or three parter.
0: Oh, in 2k3, it would have been if they had oh, yeah. done this in 2k3, it would have been. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and like they, you know, they 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 got to get back home. But if they don't, <laughs> they're stuck there forever. Yeah. And it could have been it could have been far worse than you know the end result. But overall, it's a really enjoyable episode. Um, just seeing them like how mutants are, they basically turned against mutants. Yep. You know, Shredder runs everything. Mutants are, you know, the enemy.
0: Yeah. And Be Bob and Rocksteady are not mutants.
1: Yeah, um, April and Irma are harem girls, which mm-hmm. is weird because they're not in a harem type setting. They're just in the Channel Six building, which is very weird. Um, <laughs> and um, you know, the, just seeing the turtles try to piece everything together, and then all you know, the Tennydrome is there, and it it comes back around. Oh, oh yes, okay. So this is okay. So it goes back around, and, you know, they, they got to get in the Technodrome. And what might be my favorite my favorite line of the whole season. So they're dressed up as, um, you know, turtles with beards again, sunglasses, you know, the big, you know, full-body jumpsuit. Um, oh. <laughs> they're trying to get in, and General Trag is like, hang on a minute. I'm going to need to see some IDs." Like, there's no time. <laughs> the flammer stam is 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 leaking into the blammer jam
2: beamer jam i'm like wait
1: what let me
2: say that. The
1: flammer is leaking into the the beamer jam oh, oh 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 gosh go right ahead go go right on in <laughs> it just looks like, trag confused it's like oh the flammer stam is leaking into the beamer jam I'm like wait what
0: so funny it's so I, I I'm not trying to get deep or heavy or anything, but no. the the there's there's one point in the episode where is it burn,
1: burn uh burn
0: yeah burn yeah uh, burn burn is like oh oh no no some of my best friends are mutants, which has has like a real has a really deeper meaning yeah than probably anything we've watched so far. And I don't know if it really was that deep of a meaning in 1989, but watching this episode in 2020,
2: mm-hmm.
0: saying that out loud, uh, it, it has a real um, X Men subtext feel to it. Yeah, that I don't know if we even should give it credit for, but it like you have to notice it now. Right. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, Shredder being defeated by paperwork is hilarious.
1: Yes i'm telling you this episode is great it's pretty fantastic um and shredder in a businessman's attire yep but Again, still
0: wearing his helmet of course
1: of course
0: yeah I, I don't know if i have anything bad to say about shredderville i, I, <laughs> I don't. like really really uh what else you got <laughs> we'll move on
1: <laughs> the framer is looking into the beamer, beamer jam <laughs>
0: It's so dumb. Uh, Let's talk about Bye-Bye Fly. Bye-Bye Fly. And uh, this one is, of course, the the re-return of Baxter Stockman. Yeah. And I like that every time we we, uh, catch up with Baxter, he reminds us, here's how I've been wronged in the past. And he just kind of lists everything, all the different times that, that the Turtles uh, and Shredder have have foiled his plans and ruined his life. Yeah. And he's always trying to to, to, to get revenge or, or or improve his situation. And every single time he ends up in a worse situation than before.
1: Yeah, way worse. Every
0: time. Every time. Uh, in this one, uh, he is living underneath... New York in the catacombs because apparently there are catacombs under New York. Sure. Why not? And there is, there, there's a archeologist group that is excavating this weird temple thing that's underneath New York city. The turtles are worried that the, the archeologists are going to be, you know, stumble upon their lair. Uh, and Baxter stumbles into the, 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 uh, the what's it what was it the, the the ruins and immediately turns on what is an ancient spaceship yeah and it's not really ancient it's only like 200 300 years old yeah which is weird because they 300 years ago there were people living on manhattan yeah like they should have made this 2000 years ago but you know doesn't matter doesn't matter some antics. Some antics. So Baxter's all like, oh, hey, you're, you're a spaceship? Cool. Can you go to Dimension X? Can you do this? Can you do this? And the spaceship's like, sure, why not? Let's do it. Well, who are you? Blah, 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 blah. And the thing that bothers me about this episode is rather than using the spaceship to do things to get revenge on his enemies, Baxter Stockman's like, Cool. I'm just going to steal your power source. Like he's been given this amazing tool to ruin his, 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 uh, enemy's day. Mm -hmm. And instead of using it, he just depowers it and gives it to the, gives
1: it to his enemy in pieces, in pieces to trick him. And I was like, no, no, yeah, yeah. Like, like Baxter's
0: genius really did not translate into him becoming a fly, did it? No, no. Well, it, 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 it,
1: it 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 did in a way. I mean, he has the intelligence of a fly, <laughs> a super <laughs> smart fly. Yeah, <laughs> but no. a super dumb
0: person is what you're saying. Yeah,
1: super dumb fly person, fly man.
0: Yeah, I I I don't like this episode's not very well uh, structured at all yeah at all um, it's a, and this this is surprisingly is a Dave wise episode yeah yeah it, like he's got a lot of stuff he goes to a lot of places like it it, it has uh the turtle uh, what are those uh, do, do those things have a name the turtle tube things
1: yes the sewer party tube toys oh and that was a toy wasn't it yeah, because I had some of those. Oh, really?
0: I did yeah. not. Yeah. What were and, and what were the the shredder and and Bebop and rock ride riding this this foot skis? sewer sliders or whatever foot skis foot, foot, foot skis. skis. Yeah. So there was some some product placement for some toys. Oh yeah, they didn't uh, use the freaking tubes long. No, no. It, it turns out when you're <laughs> when you're traveling with something that can be popped, popping it is the best way to defeat it. Basically. So, so oh man, I forgot how many things happened in this episode. So, so not only is Baxter trying to to, to trick Krang and Shredder, he also has this ray that turns like p- organisms into other organisms. I don't want to say it people because it he totally well, changed no. Michelangelo into a hamster.
1: It's a it's a mutazoo M- 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 ray muto mute muto Zoo ray, yes yeah and it can the dial is just set like you can look at it, it says it has images of the the animals it said you can you can oh here you can use this on them and it it'll, it'll turn them into any animal you desire and I was like so basically just the ones that are on the, the, the you know the turn dial yeah it's like a like a little CNC. say yeah it's like cat turtle fly ant
0: Gerbil. Donkey
1: Gerbil. Mike.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I this, this episode's all over the place, man. Shredder gets turned into a fly, which, ha-ha, there you go. Uh, Michelangelo gets turned into a gerbil, not a hamster, a gerbil.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, which was cute. He could talk. It was so, pretty great. So that was fun. Yeah. And uh, does the gun have an undo button on it? Like, well, he's... Because if you turn Michelangelo into a gerbil and then you point it back at him and shoot it, shoot him, and, and it's supposed to turn him back into a person, he wouldn't turn back into a turtle, he would turn into a person.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Not sure how alien technology works.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not trying to to, to, to break the logic here either, but... It, it has to have an undo button, didn't it? Because he got turned back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I'm gonna make that work in my brain. Yeah. So, so, so ultimately, with, with, Baxter Stockman gets 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 abandoned in some dimensional spider web thing. And it's like a lizard spider thing. Yeah. Yeah. While he was trying to to use the pan-dimensional drive, Uh, he didn't have the the final piece that Donatello had in his pocket, and the ship just fell apart. Yeah. And so we're led to believe that Baxter Stockman is just kind of eternally screwed now. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. It is sad. Like, he's, his story is just a story of tragedy over and over and over. Which follows him all throughout pretty much every iteration. Me- oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, but, but I guess we'll talk about that when we talk about Baxter. That's coming up soon, so. Yeah. What else you got for Bye Bye Fly? Mm. Then let's move into what is basically the three-part finale. Yeah, I'm
1: not sure why they didn't label it
0: as such. Um, well, they didn't air on the same day, so I don't know. I, I guess I kind of see it. Like they, they are that each one of them are different stories. They just happen to bleed into each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the first one being Glad the it big, did it
1: pretty obviously.
0: Well, uh, like enough for it to be the it's referred to as the big trilogy, I guess. Uh, yeah. But you could watch them as standalone episodes and not feel like you missed anything.
1: Yeah, because that's basically what the show was made to be, so they could put it back in reruns of syndication. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The first episode is the big ripoff. and Sadly, there was no big band-aid in this episode.
0: No, no. Uh, we, we start off with the Technodrome almost being out of power. Uh, like turtles, it did. That, true. That's that, the story of season three. Technodrome needs power. The turtles catch Bebop and Rocksteady trying to acquire some power. They catch Bebop and Rock, Rocksteady, but you know, of course, they 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 slip through their fingers and get back to the Technodrome. Uh, the turtles learn that a of a, a fort. What's it? Fort Charles. Has, trilith- has a trilithium crystal, right? Yeah. So obviously they're they're like that's a big source of power. We're gonna you know go over there. And at the, at the same time, April is covering the trilith trilithium crystal for Channel Six News. The real brilliance of this episode is Shredder winning and so, so sorry for the spoiler, but, you know, that's kind of what we do here. Yeah. The Shredder got the power. Like, there was an, an entire, like, we must save April before she suffocates in this vault. Uh, th- th- There's a whole scene with, with Bebop and Rocksteady casually walking into some other location and stealing what they need and pointing out, they're like, hey, this is easy.
1: Yeah, because they diverted the turtle's attention at... Another location. Yeah, at the at the trilithium crystal, uh, and and
0: th- th- they even sent Shredder to try to get the trilithium crystal, uh, and and that was the big final you know showdown. Wait,
1: at the trilithium
0: crystal? Well, no, at the, yeah, at the at the base at Fort Charles. At yeah, at Fort Charles. <laughs> like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> yeah, 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 at Fort Fort Charles, where the trilithium crystal was being held, uh, and you know they did they did a, a like a game of keep away with him they destabilized, destabilized the crystal and then blew shredder up and like there was a, like like a whole to do at the end of this episode in that, that made it seem like the turtles had won you know you know who who knows we might have accidentally killed the shredder we we've def- you know we kept him from getting the the fuel source only for, at the very last moment, you see Bebop and Rock City show up. It's like, oh yeah, we the lights are back on because of us. We just kind of yeah. waltzed in and waltzed, waltzed right out. We're almost 80 episodes into this show, and Shredder just kept taking L's, man. Yeah. It was it was about time for him to get a W, and he got one. Oh yeah, big time. Uh, which, which bleeds directly into the next two episodes, because with the power that bebop and rocksteady were able to acquire via power cells which and all of this these, is sci-fi nonsense mm-hmm. like
1: they did something
0: right for once yeah yeah they they did something right they they got all got what they needed and so now the technodrome is fully powered like someone says the words the technodrome is fully powered as for the the As for my notes about the episode itself, we do get to see the turtles dress up as robots. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So that was fun. That was fun. I I actually have some beef with this episode. Really? Yeah. Give me your beef there, Jeff. Like, overall, it's a pretty great episode. Um, Yeah. You've got robots. Mm -hmm. What can you do to robots that you can't do to humans? Oh, yes. Chopped them into pieces. Oh yeah. Get any of that? No. Nope. Nope. They killed the defense robots with mirrors, reflecting their own laser blasts back at them. I'm like, that was dumb. It's not dumb. It's genius. But I get it. I get it. I just. I totally get it. I mean, that's why they had robots on GI Joe, so they could destroy them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> why, why didn't I, I see why didn't Jack? I
1: see this complaint coming? <laughs> yeah, you should have. I mean, that's why they had robots all through like the first 4 seasons of Samurai Jack. That's my beef. That's your okay,
0: okay. No, that's fair. That's absolutely fair.
1: Yeah. Fair beef.
0: Medium medium rare beef. Yeah. <laughs> Uh well with with that said let's let's go ahead and jump to to the big break in because as I said the big ripoff very much fuels pun intended the next two episodes yep and the tenor drum too uh, I, blamp, blamp. I that was the pun intended like you did
2: <sighs>
0: <sighs> we're almost done we're almost done. <laughs> So the Technodrome is repowered, and Shredder and Krang—they they, instead of only the Technodrome being repowered, they decide they're going to get the Minimizer from Dimension X and use it to shrink all of the world's military bases down to like toy-sized military bases. Yeah, which I don't feel like. I feel like this was two episodes glued together. Mm-hmm. Because if you have the miniaturizer, you don't really need the powered up technodrome. You know, because I feel like the technodrome is is more than more than equipped to destroy all of those bases without them being minish, miniaturized.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
0: You know, um, but that's, that, that's kind of the, you know, the crux of this episode. Yeah. Um, the, uh, during the course of the episode, the turtles get into the technodrome, uh, and are exploring it as like two
1: different search parties,
0: which is great.
1: Yes, absolutely. Great. Because that place is so freaking huge, the possibilities are literally limitless. Yeah, yeah. They did a really good job of
0: finally showing us how big this thing is. Yeah. You know, it's it's always been this obscure, weird vehicle thing that is either underwater or in Dimension X or below the Earth. But now it's like, this thing is enormous. You know, and, and I, I think one of my biggest regrets is we didn't just see it leveling buildings in New York. That's like one of my only regrets. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, the, the the two different search parties trying to figure out their way through, through, uh, the technodrome coming across different obstacles here and there. We get to see Krang in action,
1: which hadn't happened in a good long time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like he 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 even brought out brought out his special arms. Yeah. Like both both pairs of them. Like he he he, he was ready to, to to throw down. So by the end of this episode, uh, the the turtles haven't really won. Well, no, no. They they did win. Like the the techn- the Technodrome rises to the surface. Like it 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 uh, you know, it it's back. It's 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 on land, it's ready to do its damage, it's 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 good to go. But then immediately gets shrunk. Uh, by the end of the episode the turtles use the the minimizer to or more specifically, Donatello uses the minimizer to minimize the 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 technodrome. Which is really cool and it kinda reminded me of that scene in Ant Man Two. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh well just pick it up. Just just pick it up and take with take it take it with you, Donnie. Uh, yeah. The technodrome falls back down into the hole that it that it crawled out of, and the turtles are like, "Oh well, we won." They're tiny, you know. Who knows when we'll ever see them? And before the end of the episode, Krang is easily able to 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 make the the technodrome big again. Yeah. Uh, and it's still fully powered, so you know us as the viewer know the the fight isn't quite over yet. No. Uh, and 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 that's and that's where the third episode comes in, and that's the, the big blowout. Did you have any beef
1: with the big break in? No, but I did like there being a giant eyeball missile behind a door when Leo and Raph were like, "Hey, what's in here?" Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be eyeball missiles. They can though. They can. They can. Like, they're
0: so funny.
1: I really I really enjoyed that. That was that was pretty great. <laughs> Uh,
0: seeing the technodrome as like an armored vehicle get used, and uh, all of these missiles and all of these these eyeball things and, and cannons just sticking out of the nooks and crannies of the technodrome was really really cool. It really was. Like it, it's it, it practically speaking, it is a Death Star level like threat. Of, of course, oh. it can't blow up a planet, but you, it can clearly take over some stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think we've ever, prior to this 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 trilogy, I don't think we've ever really seen what the Technodrome can do. Mm-hmm. Not to not to this extent. Yeah. So so with with that said, let's move into the finale. Right. It's not only the finale of what we're going to talk about today, but also the finale of season three, the beefiest of boys. Uh, 47 episodes. This is the big finale of the 47 episode season, uh, that everything has been leading up to. Uh, and by everything, I mean just the fact that the Technodrome needed fuel and has it now. Like, I, I want to create a YouTube, like, like flash cut or what's it called? Like, uh, not a flash cut, but, uh. A supercut. A supercut with every instance in Season 3 where they're talking about refueling or repowering the, the Technodrome. I approve of this. Just see how many there are, because there's got to be at least 20. Of the yeah. four, of the 47 episodes, at least 20 of them have some sort of reference to powering the Technodrome. Yeah. Uh, so it starts off with the Technodrome rising to the surface again, and this time actually... Showing its strength, showing what it can blow up, what it can, what it can do. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, rather than just destroying things that actually have value, you know, you know, with people in them or buildings, the, the, the Shredder and Krang decide to deface a national monument.
1: I guess in another, you know, as, as you know, as the Tentrome you know, it's going through destroying, you know, causing, wreaking all kinds of destruction. It's like, why not? Let's let's just destroy, you know, like you said, let's destroy a national monument. And uh, another giant eyeball missile is aimed at it, and the turtles are like, oh, well, let's they're, – as they're crawling up the technodrome, they jump on it. Um, mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, and it's heading towards Mount Rushmore and like, oh, let's let's shift our weight because, you know, we're too heavy and it'll move it off its course. And the trail of the uh, the eyeball missile basically gives all the presidents a Mm -hmm. mask. Yes. A turtle style
0: ninja mask. Yeah. It's It's, pretty great. It's cute. It's 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 cute. Pretty great. Do, do, do you want do you want to hear my complaint? Uh sure. Do you know where Mount Rushmore is? Not in New York? Nope. It's not. It is in South Dakota.
1: Well, that makes sense. No it doesn't. <laughs> do you know where South Dakota is? Yeah. It Not is in New York. <laughs>
0: twenty seven hours away. So unless the turtles rode that thing for twenty six hours over to the to, to to Mount Rushmore, this doesn't really make any sense.
1: It doesn't. It was but, cute. Yeah. It was cute. You're applying so much logic to these. I, I know. I in know. This, in this episode. But as a child,
0: what I would have learned from that is, oh. Mount Rushmore is in New York. My little pea human brain would have like followed the logic to say, "Oh no, it's in New York. You know, it's right there by the Empire State Building, and and the World Trade Center." So, so, so Shredder and Krang are draining energy, all of the energy from the world, uh, using a, a like this the sci-fi antenna plot device, and. They're using the World Trade Center antenna to open a portal to Dimension X. To pull it through. To pull Earth through Dimension X. Which is like some next level villainy for for, for these guys. Because usually it's small potatoes. But this is actually like big time. We might get some stuff done, which is cool. Yeah.
1: That's like a loaded potato with, like, all the bacon.
0: All the bacon. Yeah. All the cheese. Yeah. Like, they were swinging for the fences this episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Splinter gets abandoned in the Technodrome and ends up having to fight the Shredder, which I don't know if we've seen that since Season 1. We haven't. Uh, Well, some in Season 2, but not a little too bit. much. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Which, th- that's when I was like, oh, this episode's popping, because... Because I, I like it's one of those things that we just don't ever get to see is Splinter fight Shredder on Shredder's turf. Like it, it, it was it was very much a a callback to that first season in the last episode that was so exciting. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like this is like everything was on the line in in this 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 three part you know finale. Yeah, yeah.
0: And. Donnie uses a missile. Was it an eyeball missile? I think it was an eyeball missile, right? To to redirect the the uh, the technodrome into outer space or into Dimension X. No, it wasn't an eyeball missile, was missile. It was regular missile. Is a regular missile. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Because they okay. Sorry, I should have watched this episode closer too. Because they like went underground. They stole some some military equipment. Went underground and shot a missile under the technodrome which was using some weird cool
1: features oh man like freaking like inspector gadget gadget mobile style like on stilts <laughs> stuff man and true like, all these weird like chopping devices underneath it i was like oh man
0: yeah yeah like the, the, again they pulled out all the stops uh, the, the technodrome was fully powered, Jeff. Fully powered. Fully powered. And Donnie used, flew a rocket underneath it, and jettisoned it into the portal that was formed above New York. Mm-hmm. And now the technodrome is stranded in Dimension X again.
1: Yeah, and t- apparently Trag went home because you know he didn't. It didn't stay, which was weird. I'm like, wait, isn't Trag on Earth with his I rock. I guess soldiers? not. Yeah, that that that's a little loophole that kind of irritated me.
0: Little, yeah, a little plot plot hole. Uh, well, it's it... in canon. They're able to get things back and from back and forth from Dimension X, so I get it, but that can be explained away. Yeah. And, honestly, the series could end right there, because there, there are no dangling plot threads at the end of this. Krang and Shredder are defeated. They're in Dimension X. Uh, the Turtles are heroes. You know, close up shop. We're done here.
1: Yeah. It could have easily ended on that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, And, and from, from what I understand, Season 4 goes all over the place, so... We'll see that next time we talk about uh, the 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 original cartoon. What what did what is do you have anything else to say about the big blowout or even
1: the big trilogy? Um, I mean, again, like, they're very small complaints. I you know if we were gonna do a you know have a three part season finale, which a lot of these shows, you know, 80s cartoons, they didn't have season finales or wrap up. True. That's true. You know, or 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 endings or any of that other stuff, because you know it was like it was assumed it would just go on forever. Um, and uh, I wish the animation had been like better and more consistent, because mm-hmm. I mean this is kind of a big deal. Like this is like you said, like these are probably three of some of the best episodes of the season. Um, and some really fun and interesting, unique stuff was was going on. Um, and uh, I just I think it deserved a little better you know okay okay point. but overall it was very enjoyable yeah i like i i
0: i'm going to echo your uh, your your kind of pseudo complaint there um mm-hmm. but i but i but i can't help but mention again the fact that these were daily episodes yeah you know if it, it like the writing didn't suck mm or, or or the writing didn't suffer Because of the you know daily episodes, at least at this point in the season, it didn't. Yeah. But I I think I think we kind of have to give them a pass on the animation, considering the work that it takes to do that in 1989.
1: Yeah, think about like 47 episodes. Like how long it took them to churn those out. Yep. From the different having to, you know, to, to, you know, divvy them out to the, the animation duties to different, uh, studios. They had, yeah, they had to be. And, and there, there was no, you know, internet. You
0: couldn't just drop them in a Dropbox and and be like, Oh, well here, watch, watch this episode director. Yeah. Let us, let us know what notes you have to fix. No, it's like, let's ship this overseas. Hope they get it right the first time. Then they ship it back. Oh no, this is wrong. Let's ship all this. It's it, it. It was a much more time-consuming and and stressful process than it is today.
1: Yeah, which was the result of wrong-sounding turtles. I'm like, wait, that's Michelangelo. Why is Donatello's voice coming out of Michelangelo?
0: Yeah, yeah, and
1: and and something, and even
0: things not as uh, egregious as that. Like if the if the animation looks lazy. It's probably because someone didn't want to, you know, get on the phone with Korea and be like, "Hey, can you reanimate half of episode 6?" Yeah, you know, you got the content, right? It just doesn't look right. And then, you know, Korea then replies with, "We can get it there, but it'll take 6 months." And then you look at your, you know, your your schedule. And you're like, "Oh, well, that's got to air in November regardless." Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I'm, I'm willing to give them the pass on that, considering the amount of content they were having to churn out.
1: Yeah, and I think it, it does it. Uh, as we said, we, we will discuss later. It does get better, mm-hmm. and more consistent. Um, because there's not as, as much pressure. Um, to turn out a weekly series as it goes into like one episode every week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is the, the cadence that, uh, that, that's, that, uh, CBS went with. Yeah. But well, they
1: were on fire back in the day too. They had tons of great content. Yeah. Huh. <sighs> there was one thing though. There was like, uh, you know, of course we've, we've talked about this, like they love drawing April very thick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> and in 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 the big ripoff uh april was rather thick i was like dang april beefy
0: <laughs> she's a beefy boy
1: <laughs> beefy, beef, <laughs> 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 no
0: <laughs> okay well jeff uh when all this 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 pandemic stuff is over where can we find you
1: well, as always, Sergio, you can find me at the Warp Zone Arcade, uh, which is Brandon, Mississippi's premier arcade. Uh, we specialize in retro and uh, current uh, video game titles, um, everything from Neo Geo, Nintendo, Sega, um, yeah, to PlayStation, Nintendo Switch. Um, we've got a lot of interesting Unity games for people to enjoy and some stuff they've you know, probably never even played before because uh, I love a lot of uh, interesting games. Um, so I like to share that with people. Um, we also do birthday parties, um, tournaments like Smash Brothers, um, which we're hoping to start, you know, um, back up eventually um, when you know when it's safe, uh, when it's a lot safer out there um, for everybody to come and uh, be with us. Uh, we'd love to have you. And check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm posting content, you know, every week, uh, a little bit here and there, just to kind of keep people entertained. Like, share, follow would be very much appreciated. Where can we find you, Sergio? Uh well, realitybreach.com. That's that's where you can find me and
0: Shellheads. Uh, shell- I'm not gonna not gonna plug much. Uh, just gonna plug uh our brand new podcast called Debriefing and Cocktails. Ooh. Uh, it's about James Bond. So if 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 you're if the if the Venn diagram of James Bond and Ninja Turtles lines up and you like them both, be sure to check that out because it's me and Reed Walker having a lot of fun talking about 007 and his cohort cohorts, cohorts. Check out Debriefing and Cocktails on a podcast player near you. Next time, Jeff, we're talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures comics published by Archie. We have not talked about that run of comics since May of last year. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it was like episode 12 or episode 13. So, so <laughs> we may have to read just to catch up on you know where the story ended. Yeah, and I think we left it on a cliffhanger, which even sucks more. But we'll check out next time. With that said, I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're shellheads, big beefy shellheads. <laughs>